There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One, two, one, two. Check it, check it, check it out. It's the your family um it's a different easter sunday than it was last year you know i see a lot of y'all was together enjoying the <laughs> verses because <laughs> this time last year niggas was on easter sunday looking just like this That's and a little sp- eating eating takeout i forgot i forgot all about easter yesterday someone was like yo i was like yo what was easter i was like what's easter it was like last week i said <laughs> okay. I definitely forgot about Easter last year. I definitely skipping days. Definitely <laughs> forgot about Easter last year. I was like, yeah, it's mad fact. Easter last year, I was doing fucking interviews for quarantine nightly. Mad fact, that's what the fuck I was doing on Easter. So I know. Oh, I, yeah. I was asleep. <laughs> I was on the beach sleep. On the beach sleep. On the beach sleep. I was me. I just want to be like you when I grow up, Brian. That's all. Mm. You really do. We got time. Maybe I I don't. I'm screwed. (laughs) Screwed. Nah, ain't nah, ain't good. Um, but yeah, shout out to all our listeners. We appreciate y'all. Make sure you're following uh the podcast on all social media platforms at Guys Next Door Pod. Hey, guys, make sure you subscribe, comment, and rate. If you're listening on Apple, make sure you leave us a nice little five-star rating. Why? Because we're children in need. Validation. Leave a comment. Let us know how you feel about us. Remember, if you got a letter you want read on air, send it to guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. That's guysnextdoor123 at gmail.com. Um, and make sure you head your funky asses over. To the Patreon, because I know you niggas got your stimmies. I seen it. You niggas did the money up the arm. I know you niggas got it. So 
give it up. Head over to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash guys next door pod. And make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, Guys Next Door Podcast. Uh, Ryan, are you ready? Ryan, 32 is on the horizon. When we did this podcast, we were turning 30. 32. Are you ready? Uh, I mean, 31 ain't really count. So I guess this is like. I feel like we've been like a time freeze. I, guess, yeah. I feel like I'm still 30. I'm about to be 31. So, I mean, so, so was everyone on a leap year? Yeah, why not? Okay. It's up to you. I mean, yeah, I, I don't I'm feel like say 31 again. I won't say there's going to be a big difference, like, but it's just going to make me work harder, I guess, closer to... I'm getting closer to the end of my life, I guess, so I got to work harder. Yeah, so- I mean... No, I mean, if you really think about it, you're one year closer to whatever. So I want to work harder. Like, you're, we're getting older. We're not getting younger. Like, it's not serum to put us you're back. Getting, you're getting older. I'm just saying. It's just going to make me go harder. And I'm that's how I think younger. about it. Whatever you say. However you I'm feel. I'm getting younger and more childish. And you're looking older. <laughs> <laughs> some, people, some people are mad that their beard doesn't do what mine does, but it's fine. I don't need that. Yeah, I hear you, bud. Hear you, bud. You got one haircut. You have one left. Choose it, choose it wisely. <laughs> you cut them things off. And my hair going to be... Murder, oh, she wrote. Girl, girl, are we talking about Mr. Lynch? Are we... You know what? I almost... One haircut. One haircut. It is the famous Ball Jackson. <laughs> I, listen, I could I could go from this to the dark season with the waves and nah, you'd be nah, highly upset. Nah, you bugging. First of all, you got Indian, you got Indian in your family. That's right. Yeah. So, that's your deal. That's your deal. That's your deal. Yes, you, you, you can't tell me different. Can't tell me different. Go ahead. You said you got Indian in your family. I actually do. Like, not even trying to be funny. Blackfoot, Cherokee, G yep. Liberty. No, fuck you. You can but say yeah. Jeep <laughs> Liberty. Niggas called you Jeep. You from the tribe Jeep. <laughs> from the sister tribe Navajo. <laughs> Navajo want a date. Wow. No, one of my great, great, I think it was my great, great grandmother was 100% Native American. You ain't getting no you know, Who's are your moms? Dads. You ain't getting no scholies for that? Uh, we, we can't we don't have the paperwork to prove it. Mm, so you lying. <laughs> we have photos of her. We literally have photos of her and stuff. And like the, we have one aunt who's like the family historian. And she's like, I got photos of my grandfather in the dashiki, but I know he's from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. That means just because she had the feather on her head, don't mean she was hundred percent. Not, I'm not playing this game with y'all. Uh, I don't even like High Ryan anymore. I chose, I'm choosing violence on this Sunday. <laughs> uh, well, we do have a, a special guest later on, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but I do want to, I've been watching things and just thinking, and I didn't, and I was thinking, I'm like, have we ever really like delved or dove into double standards and like how they represent themselves in our lives and society and, and, and what they mean to us? I was before, like, we, before you start, before you start, 
Shay, turn your mic down a little bit because I know you're about to go crazy. <laughs> so just turn it down just a tiny bit. It's a little loud. Yo, let me matter of fact, let me turn it down. Oh, you know what? Let me send it in the chat because I don't want to um get this. Uh, I can't no control light. it. It's a problem. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, this is this is at Zoom, so I can't control my mic level. Sheesh. Just don't yell. I'm a I'ma try and keep myself. Please, 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 because I don't have the time on this on this Easter Sunday. I have no time. You already yeah. chose violence on Easter Sunday. Um you was choosing violence on it? No, it was just that said was, he did. It, I, it was violence, but it was like misdemeanor crimes. <laughs> petty, petty shit. Petty y'all see, the, y'all see yeah. the chat? Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, yes. God. You tell me. <laughs> this nigga's crazy. I tell you the facts and you want to bring it in. That's like when a nigga tell a joke and nobody hear it. And then his man mm-hmm. say the joke and everybody son, hear it. I laughed. No, son, I because I forgot about it and I just remembered it. And it was like, yeah, I, yeah terrible. All right. So, yeah, we want to get into this uh, thing about double standards. First and foremost, Ryan, to you, what what is a double standard? I mean, it's gonna sound like a double standard answer if I give you the answer. <laughs> like, I mean, it really depends on what we're talking about. <laughs> like, absolutely. But well, for me, a double standard for the for the people in the world. If you don't know what a double standard is, it means it, if you have something in the middle. Let me just break it down in like just a, a regular way for everything. You have something in the middle, and one person can do it, and another person can't. in In a simple, in a simple way, you get what I'm saying. It's just, it's just okay. simple. It, to one people, it, it's one thing that everybody can do, but if you do it, it's right, and if they do it, it's wrong. So, in a, in a nutshell, so when it comes to different circumstances, different different situations, I, I mean, there are double standards, and do I like them? Some. Do I not? Some, but. It is what it is. I, I can admit that there are some uh, you like. gender roles and, and double standards that I thoroughly enjoy. Exactly. You know, there's, there's certain ones that so that's I'm why, not willing to and, let and go this, of. In this whole conversation, there's going to be some that are like, how could you think that way? But then there's going to be some that I'm looking at you like, what? What the hell? So it's like, and there's, there's a double standard to double standards. Jay, what are some what are some gender roles or double standards that you abide by? I have always had younger brothers or some sort of male figure in the house. So I do not believe in having to take out my own trash. Okay. That's good. good, Yeah. (laughs) I I just, it, no. So I side eye men, like say my apartment, whatever. This sounds fucked up because I distinctly remember this person, but I can't remember their name. There used to be someone who I messed with who would come over and before he left every time, he'd take my trash out for me. Have no idea who it was. Can't figure out who it was. But I remember them doing it. You remember remember Niggas want to be me, just say that. Yo, she remembers the action but not the person. So he obviously wasn't doing something. So that goes... No, what they always say, they say Niggas who wasn't taking out the trash were still... Still memories. People remember how you made them feel. I ain't feel nothing, but I I did commend that one action from him. I got the little man. 
I, I don't recall. No, okay, this person. I'm, yeah, definitely had sex. I never. No, no. I I don't remember who. So how many? How many times did this? If a woman, if a woman tell me she don't remember having sex with a nigga, she has sex with. She has sex with him. You just tried to delete it. I just remembered who it was. Okay, no, I remember who it was. Yes, yes, no, very remember. Yes, we we talked about him on here. Yes, yes absolutely. Had sex. Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah, we know. It, no, it was fire. It was fire. Here we go. Philly. It was fire? No, it was Philly. Philly. Oh, Mr. Mr. Make Che a side chick. No. Lord. Wrong person. Was it Philly? Fire. No, it's not Philly. Fire. Not Philly. Philly. I don't remember Philly. Um, Violence. Yeah. I'll... I mean, I get it. Okay. So he took the trash out. You don't believe you need to take the trash out because you're no, both around man. Okay. So if you believe, so because before we even get deep into the topic, it's just certain things I always question. So if you believe or abide by one double standard, can you challenge other double standards or challenge double standards as a whole? Yes, because we live in in the country and the earth where we pick and choose what the fuck we fight for. So, so yes. is that a double standard in itself? Absolutely. And this is what we have to deal with. The men, this is what we have to deal with. This, this, women out here saying, double standards up, except for when we have to pay the bill. Except for when we have to do manual labor. And that's what I'm saying. There's, there's certain things that they love to not do, but then there's stuff that they could, they don't want to do on the other side. Yep. Just, mm-hmm. That's far. Oh, another double standard I enjoy, and I blame. I, I got one that trumps all that shit. So absolutely, oh. Mouse, you've done it to me. You have physic. Yes, you have physically hemmed me up because I accidentally walk on the outside of the sidewalk. Oh yeah, 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 we no, all do that. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I, from, I, no, 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 no. That's different. That That's different because you guys were born and raised in New York. Do you know men in the South don't do that? Well, the men that I've come across. There's a lot of men who don't do that. grass. That's why. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> dipping through That's grass weird. and shit. That's weird. But yes, you have absolutely helped me out. Men, I, I would think men, men in the South, South definitely do that. I, but I don't, maybe walking. But how much do y'all walk? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly, you don't really walk. Like, I guess from the car to, do men open your door? Mouse, you are probably one of two men no, that sure, I can think sure, of off sure, the top sure, of my sure, head who sure, have well no when I when I say mouse I mean like no husband, so say the name a husband oh, okay so say mouse, mouse, I'm right here Mac <laughs> Ryan <laughs> yo she really tried to violate like she's looking I did at not. both of us Ryan will, not, not. Uh, Ryan will not let me have him I, yo it's not, no, it's Ryan, not you it's not Ryan you like when Ryan said I am a podcaster now like six months ago he is nah. different, bro. Like, no, if they don't let me have a moment If this conversation was with us three, cool, let it go. But this is with us yeah. thousands of people Fine. here. They got to understand Fine. that I open doors. I make sure you my do. ladies are the, the, the right side of the shit. I, I do mouse, all the Mouse can't have a moment for nothing. God damn, ah. bro. Together, yes. So the three of y'all, yes. The three of y'all are, are the only guys I've come across who actually do the open your door thing and be fighting me on it because I'm so used to opening my own door. I've had Mouse like slam the door back and open it back. Yeah, that's right. a fact. Let me open yeah. this shit for you. Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? Like, and I, my homeboy, shout out to my making Neek, my homeboy friend, Lana. 
yeah, I posted that and kind of it went viral on Twitter. He was like, yeah, um, you know, it's it's just, and I was like, it's weird that you even got to say that, like, yep, like you gotta, like how, I don't know, that shit very weird to me. How you just don't open a woman's door or don't pull out her chair or don't walk on the outside of the street. Because I've been on some dates where now, and, and now it's like, it's, I don't know. So I've been on a date where it's like, you open the door. For, I open the door for every every woman, date or not. So mm-hmm. I took a car door, I open the door. A girl told me she's supposed to sit in, stay on that side. She's not supposed to slide over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in the back seat, mm-hmm. well, it, it's for both, actually. So we'll start in the back seat. If you're in the back seat, I open the door for the back seat, boom. And okay. I close the door. And you know how, like, normally somebody slides oh, like over. like if you're on Uber or something? Yeah, you're supposed oh, to close yeah. that door and go around the go other, on side. The other side. Of, yeah, you're supposed yeah. to. But, 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 we live in New York, but we also live in New York City where we, exactly. you, I, you, you can't, can't get out on that, that side. It's oncoming traffic. Yeah, so facts, facts. you got to kind of slide across. So, But that's for us. Like, I bet and maybe in the South it's different. Maybe they, they just automatically do that. I don't know. For me, because mm-hmm. in New York, it was like, it's an adjustment. Because some people move straight over. And I've only had like one or two that just stayed right there. Maybe just that one. Like, and I'm just so it's like, I don't know. Then the other one is the front seat. When you get the when you open the door for them in the front seat and they sit down and you close the door, when you walk around, she's supposed to open the door for she's you. She's supposed to. That yeah. shit has only happened I never to knew like that. one person. And it might be the same person that told me don't, that not to move over and go around. It never happens. Like it, it never happened. Never happened. Only like one time where she reached over and then opened the door for me. And I'm like, yo, that's fire. And it's every time now I open the door for a woman, I am, I'm not gonna lie though. Every time I open the door for a woman and I close it and I get in the front seat to go drive, I I look to see if they're gonna do it and they never do it. And I'm just like, damn. I mean, I just learned something new. I've never heard of the whole the woman reaches over and opens the door. And yeah, they told us that in the Bronx too. She's Is the it? one. She'll reach over the door. Uh huh. And, and I feel open. like it's for the, I feel like that's for the back seat and the front seat. Mm, I can see that. I thought about it that way. Like I my kids. My kids know. Like my kids will sit in the car and won't get out. Like they won't. They'll just sit there. And like I've seen it like baffle my little cousin. I'm like, you should go open her door. Like that's what they're waiting for. But but it's also it's, it's also security. It's also like yo, the elder or the man whoever's out the car, they make sure everything's right. And when they open the door, I know when to come outside. I know everything's safe. No cars is coming. Every we we at the right spot. Everything's good. And that's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. I'm gonna protect our true accountability of the, over the women in my circumference in my space. So if y'all with me, y'all with me. So I'm I'm checking. Um. Okay. So obviously, you know, it does go into the interaction between um men and women. Uh, they are them. Um. Mm, damn it! I wish we had a non-binary person here. Because I would then want to ask, like, what are, ah, oh, man, that would be a good, because, like, with, with, with people who identify as non-binary, they are, they are them, they are they, mm-hmm. there's no real, there's no gender assignment, so then, in that instance, is there a double standard who opens the door, who picks up the check, who does, I also ask that in same-sex couples, like, um, who who pays? Who is the who is the door opener? Who and then that got me to thinking like, 
is masculinity and femininity tied up in these into these like roles? Because then when you take those, or not when you take them away, when you even a playing field, you put two men in front of each other. Then what is masculinity? What is femininity? You take put two women in front of each other. What is femininity? What is femininity? Right? Like it's that weird. And I, my apologies, not a weird. It's that space. It's that unfamiliar space where. I only knew I was a man because I'm supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. I only knew I was a woman because I'm supposed to do this. That's a weird, that's a weird conundrum. What do y'all think? That's tricky. I mean, it, yeah, it's very tricky, but also gender roles is a social construct. Because um, if you look at history, there's been non-binary, there's been gay people, there's been trans people since the beginning of fucking time. So this whole idea that you, because you're born with a penis and you you have to act a certain way that's all a social construct that's not how it always was these people were once celebrated amongst other cultures and religions and stuff um i think it's i could be extremely wrong like hawaiian culture there's a whole um there's a there's a whole celebration that was um when basically when we took over their island um, they were told not to do these uh, traditional dances and stuff that celebrated the non-binary and trans people, like literally trying to erase those people out of the culture because it just wasn't what uh, the the new world order was used to, basically. So it's like, it, it's, I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with, but like, if you look at it from that lens, like these people have been here since the beginning of fucking time. So why does it matter just let them live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like gender roles are all fucked up in general. So it's not mm-hmm. even, I'm not, we're not judging anybody in general, but for people to judge people on, on who should be what and what should be what is like, mm-hmm. we, don't even have, we don't even have our shit together. Like our households ain't even right. And we in same sex shit. So it's like that whole masculinity stuff is like, I guess it's just an option and an opinion and, and who do, who's to say one has to be this and one has to be that? Yeah. It might just be an easier ass life. Keep it up. I'm, right. So, and so how do we, if that's the case. How do we get to that? How do we get to that? How do we get to that? Are Lord. you ready to give up yes. masculine presenting gender, gender roles? What roles? What are we? Name I'm talking about the that ones that no, like boom, boom. I'm talking boom. about the ones that you live by. Are you ready to give those up? I mean, the ones that I live I'm by. Not. I, I mean, but what's your, what? What are the ones that you live by that you're like? Yeah. Give me like, give me an example. Give us examples. Like the man is supposed, like, like the man is supposed to be the provider. The man is supposed to be the protector. The man is supposed to, um, the the man is supposed to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, I said provide, right? So provide yeah, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of things, right? Provide yeah, no, it does. That, that's, so, I, I totally understand it now. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I also think... Like, I can't sit there and let a woman open the door for me. Yeah, but I, I, those certain things, I'm never going to stop doing, and I don't feel like that... I let a white woman open the door for me. And I, like, I kind of, like, scoff when I walk by. Huh. <laughs> My thing is, like... As you should, Karen! The, the shit that the shit that I am gonna always do is open the door, make sure you're on the right side of the street. You know, all all those things are never gonna go, and I don't feel like my partner's ever gonna be like, "Don't do that." 
See what I'm saying? So when it comes to those type of things, I'm like, that's automatics. Like in my relationship, my woman's always gonna like those things because those things make her comfortable and they make her feel at. But safety. do you think you would ever be in a space or be so progressive oh, you could flip? No, I don't. That those are the things that I don't want to flip, and I don't but think my partner is gonna want to flip them. No, that's why that's not my mind. It's not but my mind. So, so that's what I'm saying. That's what, you're saying that's if my the, girl was like, "Yo, Rod, let me hold the door. Let me." That's how that, she sounds. That's that, how she would sound. That, that's her but voice. That's to the me. question I asked. That's literally the question I asked. Would you? I said, and I said, there's certain things, and that those are just not the ones. Because I feel like if my shorty is 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 when I open the door for him, she's like, "Oh, thank you, baby." When she opens the door for me, it's like, "Yeah, yeah, what up, Rob? Like, no, we're not doing that. We're she's not, not doing going that. Yeah, like, yo, good game, baby. Get through that door. Like, nah." I'm gonna hold the doors. Yo, my, you know I, how I, you know how when we hold the door for our girl, like when she walk by, you might like just cuff her butt. Yeah, I yeah, mean what? You, <laughs> yo, yo, story. Small, small like we'll get back to that talk about. I was in was I in oh, I was I was at a day party and I'm hanging over the balcony at our table, like looking, whatever, and Mind you, I'm around all niggas. Like, there's niggas all around me, to my left and to my right. Like, we just looking around, like, and somebody yeah, come. The wolves. Hat, like, yeah, like, looking around, like, oh, I'm saying, what up? Whatever. Met, I had a shot. Whatever it was. Somebody grabs my ass, like, fully grabs, like, my left cheek. I, without even turning around, my hand flew back like this so fast, like the matrix. Grabbed the hand, like, yo, what the? And I looked, and it was my homegirl. And I was like, woo. So, like, five minutes later, nigga called me over, like, yo, come here, bro. I'm like, he's like, yo, you the realest nigga, boy. I seen everything happen. I seen her come behind you. I seen you see mad niggas around you. She went to grab you, and you grabbed her hand so hard, like a real nigga would, like a real nigga should. I just had to say, I peeped that, and I. And you ain't got it. I and my mind, and nothing ever you gonna cross my mind, brother. Like I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm not playing. Like what? That's me, how that would feel. That's how it would feel. I think like, I want to have the conversation at at some point. Probably not today. I do want to have a conversation about some point. Where do we? When did we bury masculinity in a butt? Like I, I just want to know. I want to have that conversation, and, and I like because. I would do the same thing. It would be on Matt that double story time. You remember me and you went to 333 that night? Mm-hmm. You remember when we walked in, we saying what up to everybody. So as I'm saying what up to somebody, I think we me and you, we seen Nate and we seen Duke. Shout out to Nate and Duke. Um we seen Nate, we seen Duke. I say what up to Nate, I say what up to Duke. When I dap Duke, I I dap Nate first. So when I dap Duke. My butt get grabbed. So immediately, I'm thinking Nate playing. I turn around, I snuff Nate. Ask Nate. Man, you, he was talking. Remember, he said, yo, why you hit me? That ass, that ass. He was so mad at me. He was like, you hit me mad. Oh, why you hit me? I'm like, nigga, why you grab my butt? He was like, nigga, I ain't touching. <laughs> it was awful. Who was it? It was awful, girl, Bria. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. But the niggas that you the niggas that you do it to, the niggas that you do it to, and that's just cool with it, that's their prerogative. But that's not me. So a girl opening up a door for me, I feel like she, in her mind, she has the right to grab my cheeks on the walkthrough. 
and we not having that. <laughs> Shay, we not having that, way? that. If you open the door for if you open the door for a nigga you want to date with or or get nigga, you gonna cop his butt because you open the door for him. Not in wink, public. I, I might little play wink like in, that the eye. in the house. In the yeah. house, I'll play like that, but not in public because I know how men get with that type of shit. Then she has all the space to say some smart ass comment, like. And you know I will. Yeah, you know you a little bring that little bring butt. a little bug. You know that ass coming in here tonight. Like what? Like what are you? What are what you talking she, about? What if she? What if she open the door, cup your butt, and be like, mm. <laughs> I'm we gonna rewind okay, so that. Different. I'm gonna back up and we'll let her walk out the door. Like don't ever meet ever again. Yeah, I can see Ryan not. literally walking back without the door. In, dis- in disgust. Like stop. <laughs> Cause it's like if a nigga, women be like, yo, if a guy don't pay for the. They say any day, but especially like if a guy to pay for the first date, it's like I'm the nigga. Like I've heard that so many times, so it's like, nah, we're not doing, we're not doing this. We're not, we're not. Uh, so, so different double standard. Um, you know how men are typically supposed to be like the the handy ones or like the Mister Fix It. Not me. Uh, okay, so you admit to that. Like I, you, I, you, that's just not your. Yeah, but your back lane. in back in the day, niggas would have to fix shit because they couldn't afford somebody else to fix it. I can gotcha. afford somebody to pay for it. Now it's a different story so, if I don't got no money to pay for it and I'm not willing to fix it. Those are two different things. So my question being, because I I always tend to be slightly handier than the men I deal with, but that's because mm-hmm. I'm a very I'm a very mechanical person. So I like breaking things apart, putting them back together, and that's just how I work. So would that bother you if like say we we move into the new spot, we gotta assemble all this damn furniture. And I literally tell you, you go sit over there, I can do it by myself. Like I just completely commandeer assembling the entire because I already know that you're gonna end up fucking something up. So I'd rather you not touch it. Just let me work. Right. Let me do what I, I do. I'll, Ooh, I'll say that's I'll, rough. That I'll is say, rough. We have I'll to say this. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. I, I'll say this. If I know that's your passion and that's your thing, and it'll get you upset if I if I call somebody to get do this shit for us. I'm mad as shit. <laughs> then I will definitely help you in ways that you want me to help you because you know it's just not my thing. It's not what I'm doing. And I'm pretty sure there's something else I could be doing in this moving process, like moving shit. But um, I don't feel like it's a problem if that's what you want to do. Like I said, I can help you do it if that's what you want this to be a group activity. That's the only thing it is. It's like if your girl wants you to do some shit like that, like, yo, babe, let's break down this table together. It's a group activity. She just wants to spend some time with you because if you got other shit to do and I'm like, yo, babe, I'm going to call these these people and they're going to get all this shit done. And you got other shit to do, you're like, I right, bet. Let it be done. So, okay. I, I'll either I'll, I'll definitely pay for somebody to do it. If not pay for somebody to do it, I'll definitely help you do it. But sure. I'll, I'll be real with you. I'm not gonna be the first nigga to jump out the gym and take down some table like now. Nah, I can I can afford. I, to. Listen, when no? it comes to I I'm not handy in in in. I know how to do all the Facts. handy shit. Don't get a trip. I hate it. Yeah, I could change a tire, but I would never. I would never. I've changed two tires my whole life. And I refuse to ever do it again. I'm not doing it. And if at any given time my garments is too expensive, I'm not getting. I, no, I'm not getting my hands dirty. I don't care how it sounds. Suck my dick. I'm not doing it. But if my woman is like, "Babe, why are we going AAA? I could do it get first in a call." See, when it comes to a tire or something in the road, it's like, "Yo, get out of here!" Like, get such a Sit no, your fucking like, door to explore a handy dad, dandy notebook. Get your Bob to build the ass in the car and wait for AAA 
to come because we're not we're not doing this. And stop bringing your father into this. Stop, stop bringing your father. Yeah, stop bringing him into this. My father said, "So what?" Father, this, this, this ain't that. If father wake up to 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 <laughs> to Bourbon, <laughs> your father wake up to Bourbon and pork. He's a, yeah. he's a different get life. Get out of here, bro. But like, but like, and, and like when it comes to like in a house stuff, um, I typically want to build everything. Um, I won't, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not the best hanger of things. So, uh, I would definitely call somebody, but when it comes to like building shelves and building shit, it might take me all fucking day, but I'm doing shit. Don't help. Like I, don't come over here. Like hand me F and so I can put it with G and sit the fuck okay. down. Or get it the might fuck take out me a minute, way. but I, I can do it. Like, but at the Nigga, same you know time, how, like, it's not 1945, you know bro. You know how embarrassing it would be if she told me to like, no, I got it, and like moved me out the way. <laughs> like open, that's like open. You you given all these opportunities as soon as you let her open doors for you. Everything <clears throat> everything is a okay. Son, Shorty moved into her apartment. When she moved into her new apartment, son, I'm in here, fucking building the shit. Right, I'm in there building shit, building shit. I build like two things. I'm like, yeah, I got the shit. And it's this big ass fucking drawer. And I'm like, shit. And you know, as black men, we don't read the instructions. We don't care. Like, niggas don't read instructions. We will YouTube. Why? Why? Because for what? That's anti black. Reading instructions is anti black. It's in the Bible. Look it up. So, so look. Well, but you like, but you like this. So I know you got a little bit of white in you. So at the end of the day, you like this. Don't let this light fool you. So at the end of the day, so I build this shit, right? I'm going to get a tan tonight, actually. Fuck that. I'm going outside. Mind you, I took a break at 8 p.m. All I did was probably a base. There's like 17 more parts. Nigga, all she said was, I don't worry about it. Maybe maybe I'll just call my dad. He's about to be coming up it. Nigga, I stayed up. Until like three in the morning, putting this shit together. <laughs> Your father, I'd have, I'd have been like, "Fuck it, we should have started this shit." <laughs> Why you go home? home. <clears throat> uh, fuck it, I'm out. So okay, so um, Shay, what are? I, I know this is a loaded question, so let me preference it properly. What are some of the more dangerous double standards? Um. Yeah, what are some of the more dangerous double standards? Yeah, Shay. That that I choose to follow or that you don't just like. Just that you you know what? Yes, yes, that you choose to follow. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> what I see as dangerous isn't what you guys are gonna see as dangerous, but I think it's for me personally in the way that I'm hardwired. I find it very dangerous to assume or rely on the men around me to protect me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, like, not with me personally, because I have a, a pretty good gauge of it, but like uh, my homegirl who y'all saw in the background, like there's been multiple situations, like bad situations she's gotten into with her alleged homeboys around and they did nothing to protect her, nothing to shield her, nothing to to help her at all in those situations. And I always tell her your first mistake was believing that these niggas even cared enough to protect you. 
So mm-hmm. I'm I'm hardwired to always I'm very I'm self-reliant to the point where uh I kind I I kind of it's at my own detriment because I don't know how to rely on anyone besides myself. And I don't know how to let people help me, but it's because I've never I've never been in a situation where I've had my own back and it didn't turn out okay. But in situations where I was relying on somebody else to maybe protect me or shield me or whatever the case may be, it always turned left because they don't do what I thought that they were going to do for me. Ryan, what are double standards that you, what are dangerous double standards or gender roles, should I say, that uh, for men? Like, what are some double standards or gender roles that you choose to follow that you see typically put men sometimes in harm's way or to a detriment? Damn. Yeah, that's a hard twist on a question. That's that's, get, super, that's super hard because I'm the type of nigga to just stay away from the bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think, but I, there's, like, but there, there's the reason that question is so prevalent is because gender roles, like Chase said in the beginning, these are social constructs. These, these are things that we uh, don, right? These are things we wear, whether we like it or not. These are certain things that we wear. And like I, 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 I kind of got one. I think I kind of mm-hmm. got one. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and and tell me if I, I could be wrong. I could be like, if a woman, not necessarily even saying if it's your girl, just a woman that you're with, like friend, whatever it is, and she has a mouth, mm. and she goes off on somebody who maybe it it didn't need to go that far, but oh, okay. she gets to levels of you know to suck my dicks. I, I, I uh, like nah, you need to do this. When let's say the person, I, I, I'll tell a little story. Um, I was with a girl, we was at a bar. A nigga threw a napkin, like he was at the bar. He didn't do it on purpose. He just threw the napkin. Being drunk, he threw the napkin over his head, like in a little, in a bar. Mm-hmm. Shit flew over his shoulder and landed in a shorty drink that I was with. Right. Yeah. But he didn't notice it. So I tapped him. I'm like, so she's, yo, how can, I'm, so I tapped him like, yo, boy, um, you threw the napkin and landed in a shorty and I'm with drink. She's a little upset, but can you just, oh, my boy, I mean, uh, my bad, man. You know, I was like, nah, nah, you good? I was like, uh, look, could you just buy another drink? Everything good. She just keeps going up. Nah, you better buy me a fucking eye. Uh, and I'm just like, <laughs> you don't need to do this. I'm Let the man take care of it in, in, in that sense. But she's going mm-hmm. up to the point where this nigga ain't by himself. I'm by myself. Now there's six niggas pop up out of nowhere. Like, yo, yo, what's the issue? What's going on? So I, of course, get the situation right. I talk to homie. But in that situation, I hate the fact that when a man has it, has control over it, or in a sense where you don't need to take it that far, but mm-hmm. it's automatically expected for me to hop in and save the day. Now I'm, I'm jumped and beat up on the floor <laughs> because you couldn't just let me handle the situation or not take it that far. I think that okay. that standard is like, Whatever I say, this nigga's gonna have my back regardless, even if I'm wrong. But I'm not putting my life on the line. I'm putting your life on the line, especially for a black male. Now, if it's a right, now it's if it's a right situation for me to hop in, I'm gonna defend you at all costs. But if I'm like, if, if Mouse, if you tell somebody like, "Yo, I got this," like, "Let me handle this," we know it was wrong, but let me fix it up. He's he's a mind you, homie's apologizing and everything. It's not like he's like fuck out of here. He's like, "Yo, I'm so sorry." Let me buy you another drink. Like, I did not mean for that to happen. I, I apologize. 
and and the other person's like, no, fuck out of here. You better do that. That's the fuck you better do. It's like, it's unnecessary. For what? Now, if you get hit, mouse, now what? So that's tough, right? Because I've been in scenarios where I've never been in a scenario where um, a woman put me in that space like that, where you know um, she's agitating the situation. So I can't speak to that. I've never been in a situation like that. Um, but I have been in scenarios where something like you mentioned happened where, you know, it was just an accident, but it, you know, it it it, it, it impeded on somebody else. Um, a drunk nigga knocked a, knocked my homegirl's drink over. And um, it's my it's my homegirl, never did nothing with another knocked her drink over, but wasn't cognizant that he knocked a drink over. So he about to keep moving. And so before she could even react, I'm like, yo, my man, you just not to drink over. He's like, oh, my bad. And like he had a pause. Oh, you want me to get another drink? I said, yeah. He was like, oh, all right, cool. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And she was uncomfortable in that scenario. And he kept like apologizing, apologizing, but he was drunk. So you know how niggas, you know, I'm sorry, man. Extra, extra. Extras. And it's like now you're impeding her space. And um, mm-hmm. I'm the type of person in that scenario where I try and remove the variable, right? So I'm not even going to talk to him in front of her. Come over here. Let me talk to you, my man. Facts. Let me take you over here. Because I'm going to separate the two. As, so, as, that, like a scenario like what happened with you, I would like to think, because the way I sep- the, the way I handle things, even in that, like, you know, in that instance where a woman is yelling, doing all that, yo, let me talk to you over here, my man. No, no, no focus that, on me. Let me talk to you. In that space, I would do that. But in the space that I was, I'm, yeah, at, it was a kind of impossible. I'm at a bar. I'm like this. Like, it's really... Like, I don't know if you've been, there's a bar in, in LA called Association, like, and it's downstairs. Is that the one I went to you? Or is that the one you took me to when I was out there? No, the not that went one. To uh-huh. It wasn't that one. It's, it's another one that's not far, but it's like, you got to go downstairs. It's really dark. It's really small. Got you. And when it's packed, you. it's packed. And it's like, you at the bar. It, it was, it's like, it's like how we was at 333, but mm-hmm. more packed, more packed than that. Think about oh, it. Like, God. it was no space to get to like. It's packed. So if you're at the bar, you're trying to chill at the bar, get your drink. But once you're at the bar, you can make your little, you know, got your little space. I know you how it works. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to live in that building. So I know 
I know I know everything, every corner in it. But in a way, it's no like, yo, if I was really like, yo, come talk to me, it would have took us 10 minutes to get, get to the door. Get to walk through, and then by then, it's just, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I pulled him like, yo, I still, because I'm the person that always does this. I hate people that just don't say, like, excuse me, pardon me. I hate that. So, like, when I'm in a spot, even if it's mad packed and I'm walking through, I'm, I'm still always, saying, excuse me. Pardon me, boss. Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, I'm coming, right? Excuse me. Watch, watch out. Excuse me. Pardon me. Like, that's just me. So, if somebody ever comes and bumps me and doesn't say that, I grab them, like, yo, boy, the word is, my, my, all I say is, yo, the word is, excuse me. Oh, my fault. I didn't, I didn't, yes, you did. Or, or you stepped on shorty foot, like, yo, boy, you just, you just bumped her. Like, that's just me because I'm that person. So, in that situation, you know, I told him, like, yo, Yo, boy, you, you threw the shit over your shoulder when that cup. Oh, he was completely, oh, my fault. I didn't, damn. But she's just going so crazy, which if it wasn't me, if I was a more aggressive person or if I was a nigga who followed everything that my, the person I'm with or my friend just went off of action, I, it, it would have turned into something that it didn't have to be. Because I would have just took her side on that. Nah, she said, get her fucking, nah, that's not how we going to do it. We going to do it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Then I'm going to spin around and talk to you like, yo, you got to chill. Like, I, I'm handling a situation, and if you want to be in situations where you handle it, that's where that masculinity shit goes. If you're going to step on my toes and I'll let you hop in that rain of fire, don't, don't, don't come at me crazy if something happens to you. Let me handle this the way I'm going to handle it. And if it goes to another level, then I really take it there. But I don't have to right now. This is just a simple, yo, there's a mistake. You apologize. You accept that you did it. You want to you wanna fix the situation, what you were doing, without yelling. And now it's just a... a she was the extra part. She was the part that I needed to remove to have that. You know what I'm saying? Rather than removing him from the situation. What space? Uh, it's getting rough. Uh, there we go. Yep, it's about to go left. No, no, not left. Just deeper. Pause. Um, in, 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 in the atmosphere we're in, in the social climate we're in, Do you ever feel that a woman can threaten a man, like can actually threaten a man, like actually make him feel um, what, what, what people like to say, emasculated? Is that a true thing? In, in a public or private setting? Any setting. Well, yes, absolutely. If she's holding something above your head, where in a situation where there's, I mean, there's the, the obvious reason. If she knows somebody around her will fuck you up, and the nigga comes to the realization that that nigga will fuck me up, there's that whole thing. Then there's the whole, like, let's say, where's that going from there? Um, I mean, that's the biggest one. A nigga can really, like, you know, she got brothers, or she knows she got something, she can just violate you. Like, yo, like, shut up for my brother fuck you up again. It's some, some wild shit where it's like, God damn, like, right now, right here. But does, that, ama- but does that truly emasculate you? Or do you emasculate you when you allow that to uh, dictate to your up? response? It's uh, a good question. Because I just feel like in a lot of these conversations, a lot of times I see, even from women, there's just a lot of blame or onus, I'll say, put on the woman. And I'm like, well, then where does the man be this 
man that we define, this man that the man is always in control, the man is always powerful, collected, but we give so much credence to, to, to she made me, she made me, she pushed me too far. I mean, I think there is uh, a line that women tap dance on as far as like pushing men too far, but I do feel like, like what, like what? I want, I want. When you say that, I want, I want, I want. <laughs> like, like, I, so yeah. uh, for for me personally, and I've you've seen me tweet it. I've said it to y'all. One thing I will never do is put hands on a man because once I do that, there the the chances of him hitting me back is extremely high, and there's nothing I can do about that. I can't, I can't fight a man. I know this. I accept this. I don't try, but I know that there are women who let themselves get mad to the point where they will put hands on a man and assume that, oh, but you're a man, so you can't hit me back type shit. Mm-hmm. And you don't know which nigga who is, who is actually willing to hit you back. And I feel like there's too many women who play with that line. I personally don't even flirt with it, but I, I do. I'm going to sound like I, I'm caping. I'm going to sound like I'm caping. I want you to stay right there. I want you to push. I want you to rebut this because I'm going to sound like I'm caping and it's okay because suck my dick. Um, <laughs> That's a line. Th- this is where mean. the double standard kind of in, in the gender norms this is where it kind of like doubles down on itself, right? Because mm-hmm. in that same instance, if we're talking, I, I, I'm, I'm talking about in relations, right? I, let's, you know, I, if we want, I guess we could talk about out of relations, out of relationship, out of familiar, um, familiar familiarity. But I'm talking about for this moment in relationships where mm-hmm. you're like a woman puts her hands on a man. I do think it's fair to ask what did he do to make her put his to 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 make her respond in that instance, right? Okay. Because if we always say that women are the emotional creature. If that's what we're saying, then we have to be a, we have to account for what we're doing to enact and play with these emotions to make mm-hmm. her get to that point. Because <laughs> you got to be expecting that if you're saying a woman's the emotional creature, right? Correct. So what are you doing? Because if that's the case, we have to be honest about these double standards. If you're playing with a woman's emotions, if you're playing with a woman's mental mind frame, what you expect going to happen? Agreed. We playing on two different different fields and that ain't fair. So I don't think it's fair. Once again, I know I sound like I'm caping. Cool, whatever. I already said I like being hit on, just not in the face. But I already know, if we already know that women are the more emotional creatures, then why are we going to play with them like that? And then get mad and be pussy when she pop on us and you like, now, because you want to hit her back. Now you want to hit her back because she popped on you, but you kept playing in her face. So please, read uh, that, Chai. Like, make that make sense for me if you can. From the woman's I mean, it, point of view, it, it's like what would push me to that point? No, like, does that make sense? What I'm saying? No, it absolutely makes sense. It it's it's literally the root of. The double standard because I, I mean again speaking from my own experiences I do my best to never let somebody get to that point because I if I'm ever mad to that point there is no stopping me 
I've already accepted my future consequences. So whatever I'm doing from that point forward, I'm doing it maliciously. I'm now doing it right because- there. Now stop right there. Ryan, you yeah. hear that. And as a man with morals, with cool, a stand-up nigga, what do you hear? You're trying to push me. Like if, if, if you know what you're doing, you know you're trying to push some buttons and you just keep, it's like you wait for something to happen, but I'm not going, I'm, I don't. I don't let it get to that point. I, but we don't, but as a man, you don't take no accountability for playing, getting her to that point. I mean, I, if I get it to that point, I know what I'm doing. Like I'm pushing buttons and I don't like to push buttons. So for me, it's like, if I know this is going to get you tight, I'll do things that will get you tight, but I, if I know that's going to set you off, like I don't, I try to stay away from shit like that because I'm yeah. not that, I'm not that nigga to fight you. And you might've dealt with a nigga like that, that hits you and you might have some trauma that I don't really want to, I mean, we could talk about it, but I don't want to ever trigger that shit off again. But just, but I don't want people to hear this and think like, there's going to be some niggas to hear this and be like, yeah, but, and they're going to reverse it and be like, but if, it, mm-hmm. if, it, if a chick know my buttons to push it, she keep going and keep going. Like, I'm going to want to hit like, I don't want niggas to think that way. Oh. And there's some niggas that think that way. So it's like, I hear what you're saying, Miles, but I don't want niggas to think like, well, then that's like a gender role reversal too. Like, how come she could talk to me and tell me suck, do this and do that? And I can't. Well, like, well, that's what I'm telling these niggas. I'm like, because y'all playing on different levels. Y'all, we're playing on different fields. The field isn't, the playing field isn't equal. It's not. It's not. She, we don't walk around in fear that something we do or say may set this woman off the pop on us. Women, just by being women in America, even if subconscious, has to think like that. Am I wrong, Chase? Tell me if I'm No, that, that, that literally ties back to what I said before, which is I have trained myself to not rely on the men around me to protect me because at any given point, I don't know if you might snap and you might be the person causing me harm. So I can't put that blind faith in you. I got a, I got a, I got a similar question that kind of goes along with what you just said. Do you put more faith in the niggas you have sex with rather than the niggas that you don't have sex with? Um, I have more faith in the niggas who I don't have sex with. Okay. I ha- like the, my, my core, including you guys, my, my core uh, homeboys who I've surrounded myself with are some of the most stand-up dudes I've ever come across. I'm talking, they've, my last six months of me being here in LA, I've been staying with two different homeboys, basically. Both of them have opened up their homes to me, their families, like, you good? What do you need? Do you need, do you need to borrow my car to go here? Do you need to go look at this apartment? Like, stand-up dudes, I've had, um, when I first moved to New York, it was another situation where um, I needed to crash somewhere for like two months while I like looked for another place. I shit you not, I had never met this person in person. We had maybe DM talking about like graphic design shit and like little nerd shit, but he was literally like, I'm in a position where you could stay with me, you don't have to pay a dime. And I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing I could have helped you and I did it. And he let me stay with him for free. Like, and I've 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 always had the luxury and the luck to come across more of those type of men than the men that we see on social media we hear about beating on women like i've i've never i've never dealt with friendship homeboy whatever even guys i've dated i've never even had a nigga buck at me in an argument i've never had the fear of someone almost putting hands on me but that's either 
just blind luck on my half or I'm just intuitive about the types of people who I surround myself with. And that's just the privilege that I've enjoyed, I guess, the last 28 years. No, and that's why I asked that question because I feel like most people get caught up in those those extra pushing that button on somebody, mm-hmm. whether it be male or female, once that sexual line has been crossed. Absolutely. And it's Absolutely. like everybody's a little closer. They know the things. They they know stuff about you that most of the world doesn't. So they can mm-hmm. say something very slick and it flipped the whole shit up just based mm-hmm. off your relationship. So that's why I was asking, who do you put more like trust in? people you and and but i know there's some women that be like yeah, i put more trust in a nigga than i'm fucking like he knows mm-hmm. everything about me and it but it but it's every there's a side to everything everybody's gonna have their defense and, and why yep. they choose but i think most situations that go physical are definitely involved with sex mm-hmm. because then a lot of people still view um sex in general as a possessive transaction absolutely they feel like some, i mean which is horrible that people think so but they think you owe them something now. Like, uh-huh. yeah, we had sex, you owe me this, and you owe me that, you owe me time, you owe me that. It's like, nah, that's not what it is. And it can't, I mean, if you talked about that prior mm-hmm. or, or at, like, whatever it is, if it was a conversation, cool, I get it. But once you put that on someone, then it becomes more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It becomes more realistic for somebody to know mm-hmm. what sets you off. Like, we've well, been putting it, it- Even that, like, um, it's the the act of having sex for for some men, small niche of men. Not going to say all men. Um, the act of having sex it, it triggers this level of possession in them where it's like you can't even same homegirl. Her ex hated me because I wasn't a dumb bitch and I wasn't easily manipulated, and he didn't like that I would take her out places. We would go have fun, and I was I was the whole friend. So he did everything in his well, life to separate. In, 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 in defense, were oh, no. you the whole No, wait. No, because she's worse than me. Oh. Mm. So yeah, he, he knew who she was as a person, started dating her, and then suddenly she can't wear certain things. She had to delete every male number out of her phone. Um, she couldn't even, anytime we hung out together, he broke up with her. That's how, that's how much he hated me. Meanwhile, she's throwing that ass in a circle. Exactly. So it's like it, it unlocks this level of possession where it's like, all right, uh, you, the pussy, the body, it's all mine. You can't let nobody look at it. You can't let nobody touch it. You can't go have fun. You can't even be your own person anymore. That's what I mean by like it unlocks a level of possession in some people that I'm not willing to fuck with. Let me, ask this, let me ask this to kind of bring us home. Let me ask you, Chad, the woman. The trend that we see now where women are owning their sexual agency, maybe even tying it to gifts and dollar amounts, Mm -hmm. is that a direct result of the double standards and patriarchy that we've been seeing all, I mean, since we've been alive? Or is it, or is it in re, is it in retaliation? Oh, and it can't be both. I mean, sure, sure. I think it's both because is. we we talked about this in the group chat and we never made an episode of it. But do you remember when we were talking about? Um, you saw the couple sitting on the bus stop 
madly in love. Do you remember this this conversation? Me? Oh, and you were like, you, yes. Yeah, and you said, said you missed that type of love. Yeah, conflict and I, resolution. Um, I think love is always better when you're broke. You just so, got more conflict resolution. My problem with that line of thinking is, I'll say most men in this case, because I really do believe this, most men are incapable of um, uh, nurturing or wanting a healthy relationship while they're broke because they're so concerned about their finances. So they're like, oh, I'll worry about getting a girl when I have my money right, when I have my money right. But when you do get to that next level, you're no longer checking for the type of woman who didn't care about the money that you had. You now want to step up and get the women where that's all they want. And now you're showering her with gifts, but then you get mad when she expects for you to keep up that energy and you, mm. you've now monetized, you've monetized the love. So you can't be mad I don't that even you think chose you see what that you, type of woman. I don't know if you even just peep what you, what you just did. Ryan, did you peep that? She's kind of bringing she it basically, around. She, she it basically showed that the issue begins with the man's avoidance of conflict resolution. You can't resolve the conflict when you're broke. Then you get money, and then you can afford to actually avoid the conflict by paying it off. So at no point as a man do you come to a sense and say, Accepted oh, shit. man, I got to resolve this shit. You're not mm-hmm. accepting And that's why I said broke love is the – what Jay said, he was so he – was, he was what Jay said, he said, um, we were so happy poor, but when we got rich, that's when our signals got crossed, and we got flipped. Remember, like, that couple sitting on a bus, that couple sitting at a bus stop, they'll know that there's a certain level of love and admiration and bliss that they'll know that, you know, that that if, if that man is doing it properly, that most men with money will never know because... Instead of resolving the issue, they think that they can buy the exactly. happiness. Exactly. And that's a you're getting a different level of devotion from a woman who can trust you to resolve the conflict. But am I wrong? Okay. No, absolutely. It's never for me, again, me personally. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care. I can't be bought. I really, I've, I, I've told you how many different bags I've fumbled with men that have money. It's not about the money to me. I'm more concerned about how you treat me and how you treat our relationship or our partnership. Because I, what I will never do is enter a relationship where I'm looked at as an accessory instead of an equal. I add to your life, but I'm not going to be no pretty ass purse sitting on your goddamn shelf. But do you want to be an equal or do you want to be respected? Ooh, you I want know, both. I think I think I, I want think both. That's... I want to be an equal though. I want to be an equal. You want to be an equal. Mm-hmm. But if you're because equal, I don't, I don't. But if you're an equal, equal don't... don't you have to shed double standards? I can shed some of them. So I'm not taking out the trash. Thing on that note, I'm not taking out the trash. Note, I think, I think, I think on that I'm not note, taking out the trash. I think we move. I think we move. I think we leave. I think we have a special <laughs> guest. I think we have a special guest in the den. But first, can we, can we, can we, can we start off with? Uh, I kind of want to do something different. I know we do the Get the Jaws playlist, right. and as we're we're funneling through different programs and different people who love our playlist and who you'll hear about soon. Um. I kind of want to flip it and do uh instead of get the draws, I want to, since we about to come outside, 
Outside is really about to open up. <laughs> if you've been in your house or if you've been in Atlanta or Texas or come to a few places that have been able to turn up, what is the song? What's your what's your go what what's the joint that you can't wait to hear? Outside. 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 So I'll start with you, Shay. Oh shit. Wait, why would you do that? Um, I want to start with you. <laughs> what the hell? Because you're because you're I see what you did there. I see what you fucking did there. Um fuck, I've been out of tune with music, but let me go through my title. Oh, I really have. Gosh. I really have. You don't know we what song you like. You don't know what song you like to hear. Like you don't not listen to music. Not that I've been put on the spot. I do listen to music, but I just can't. You just not like my memory bank like. now. God damn it! Like really? Like you've been talking about Hot Girl Summer for two years, and you don't know one song. Oh, can you think of one? I gotta, I gotta find the name though. It's by Flo Millie. Um, her new joint, the the Roaring Twenties joint. The Ro- that's the name of it. It is okay. Yeah, that one. I actually do really love that track. I just have to listen. Flow Millie. Flow Millie. All right. Flow Millie. Flow Millie shit. How? Cool. <laughs> I know a song I want to hear. <sighs> I'm going with. Watch it be a record he's getting paid for. No, no, no. Definitely not. Because I laugh at this person just as much as I praise them. Come on, but, Viola. Uh, Koi Lerae. No more. <laughs> No more parties. That's my shit. Yo, that is my shit. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I have not heard this record outside the few times I've been outside. I cannot wait to be in this spot. Cup full of ginger ale. My heart is breaking. (laughs) That track star record, I'm going to lose it. I'm I'll be like Stone Cold with the ginger ale. Yeah. <laughs> I think that should be your your trap karaoke entrance. Like that's yeah, how you enter. Right? Like trap star. <laughs> <laughs> I told niggas. I told niggas on Instagram. I said, "I'm not a runner. I'm a trap star." I said, "Ooh ooh ooh ooh." ooh, ooh. <laughs> my heart. Whoa. Exactly. My heart is breaking. Speaking of that, shout out to our homegirl. Uh, Shout out to, to our homegirl, friend of the show, uh, homegirl Britt. She hit us up. She said, uh, hey, I want you to, I want the guy next door to interview Mooski, who sings track star. Now, typically, when people ask us to interview artists, uh, we don't want to do it if they're not we our friends. First of all, we don't interview. <laughs> our things aren't even interviews. They're just conversations. But Yeah, um, we don't enjoy it. But, you know, I... Um, I'm a huge fan of Mooski. We all love the record track star. So uh, jumps at the bit. Um, Ryan and the gang, they were Ryan, everybody still where they at, and um, he was he happened to be in New York. So I pulled up to him at um, what studio was it? Some studio. They don't pay us, so it don't matter. Yeah, they don't pay us. Cool. Pulled up to the studio, got a chance to sit with Mooski and talk to him about his, about the record and um, some toxicity, some oh, track God. star tings. Um, so guys, on our way out. I don't know if we're gonna give you the whole thing. At pause. I don't know if I'm gonna give you the whole. The whole. You want to give him tips? I, I might give him. Come on, chill out. I, I might give him some. I ain't gonna hold you right. It ain't that much. Hey, <laughs> Just I gave him what I got. I gave Whoa. him what I got. <laughs> Whoa. Small boy. Oh yeah. We gonna we gonna introduce somebody to you now. Uh, <laughs> depending on how we feel. Wow. Depending on how we feel, but um, we appreciate you, of course. So of course, we wanted y'all to hear this before the streets officially opened up. 
this will be one of the biggest records that you hear in the club. You haven't been in Atlanta, if you haven't been in Houston, if you haven't been in LA as of now. Um, I know you can't, you don't understand, but when that record gets played, your heart is breaking. Your heart is breaking. So I yeah, need to do the remix. Read to the remix. Listen, I told him, God, next let me get on the remix. We're gonna see what's up. But uh, shout out to Brick, shout out to Mooski. Um, hey y'all, y'all keep listening, and y'all will hear me and the guy next door with Mooski. See y'all next week. Thanks. You're, you already know it is Mouse Jones, one third of the Guys Next Door podcast. Shout out to my man Max. Shout out to Ryan. Um, I right now am in New York in the studio. Live studio. Is it live? I don't know. It's, technically, it's not live because we're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it don't even matter. It's, it's the guys next door. It's Mooski. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Hit maker Mooski. <laughs> Track star. What's good, my boy? I was good with it, bro. Now, listen, I thought you was from Florida. Yeah, yeah. I was wrong. Right. Because I've been telling niggas that. Hey, they be like, where you from? I be like, Florida. Like, I knew. Right. But I didn't know. Where you from? I'm from Alabama, man. Small city called Up. Like Up? Like O-P-P. the Up? Yes, sir. You from a... <laughs> you from a city called Op? For real. So are y'all the Op or the everybody else the Op? How that nah, work? I mean... They don't play with y'all like they that? They know it. I mean... Nah, nah. So see, look, just, when niggas start thinking <laughs> they about to do something, don't say it. Don't even say it. It's none of my business. Real, no, I mean, we just, we just popping, man. We just, you know what I'm saying? We just, we just working. I like that. So the record track star, you recorded it, put it out. The shit takes off. Word. I want to know, I always want to ask artists, where were you the moment you realized this shit is taking off? Uh, shit, I was in Miami. That's why I thought you were from Florida. I, I, I was in Miami because, so, when I first dropped the song, mm-hmm. uh, my management now, right, Ace, uh, he hit me up. Ace he with the green up. hoodie. No, 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 that's oh. clean, that's clean. Shout out to clean with the green hoodie. Yeah, shout out to clean and AI. But yeah, AI hit me up, he DM'd me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's back when my song had, like, my first, when I dropped the song, bro, like, it, it just started, it started going crazy, mm-hmm. bro, the real, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, uh, and I think I had, like, 100,000 in the song. Or, man, I think I had 80,000 when I went to Miami, bro. Right, 80,000 right, right. stream. And we were working on it then, and they were telling me, like, hey, man, we will get you some shows. Like, like, bro, you gonna, you gonna quit your job, all this? I'm Where like, you was working? I'm, uh, so I was working at Lockheed Martin. What's that? I was on a, um, it's like, uh, they build, they they build missiles and stuff. Oh, you, know you was working saying? for the stocks. You yeah. working stock industries. But I, I was security though. Okay. I was, I was on the rapid response team. Gotcha. Um, doing like tactical security stuff like that. Um, but so if Sean jump off right now, you gonna hit the tuck and roll on some 007 shit? Oh yo. <laughs> <laughs> so so you real so you in Miami? You realize shit taking off? Yeah. Where, like, what is your what is your view when you seeing people singing shit? Like, very like. Cause I, people are, are people putting your face to the song yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now, see, then, then, like they just knew the song. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But now, now we've been working on, you know what I'm saying? Like showing my face and put my face out there more. Just you know, I see what the vlogs. You, know I mean? you, you got the show vlogs. Yeah. So yeah, like, uh, but hearing people saying the song, man, it's just amazing, bro. Cause like when I first went to Miami, bro, we was in, like, we was going to like Broadway, um, you know, like Take One in the hood. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. And Bray was going crazy, bro. Like we, like that's when I knew it was taking off right then. Cause like. I'm hitting, I'm hitting for what I'm hitting for on my first show. Right. You get what I'm right. saying? Right, no, like, that's a fact. Out the gate, so it was like, bro, this is really about to take over, bro. So, you was always into music? Was this your yeah, first? Yeah, sure. Always into music, bro. Always been a music lover, bro. Always been a creator of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like 13 
and I was making music on this app called The Booth. You know what oh, I'm saying? I remember that. Yeah, I, I, was, I used to make music on that app. Uh, I started then, and you know, I went to my first like my first um, my first official like professional studio in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I was still in the Marine Corps at the time. Okay, but I was still recording. You know what I'm saying? So once I touched that professional studio, bro, and I got that good quality, I was like, oh yeah, bro, like you know, like I'm I'm in the right spot. Like, okay, I gotta, I gotta keep doing it. Like I just bro was charging, bro was charging fifty fifty an hour. You now. know what I'm saying? And bro, I was making sacrifices to get in the studio, bro. Like, what, what, was, what was what was what was one of those things you was going without? Like, there's always you hear these stories of artists who really ain't have nothing and they really Third. picking the music over the streets and they picking the music over everything else. What was what was something you was going without to get in the studio? Uh, at one point, my whip, bro. You gave up the whip? Yeah. So I, how was you getting it? How like, was you getting it? My my partner would take me and stuff, and I would mm -hmm. get like a Uber or something. But uh, I just had a whole bunch of stuff going on with my whip, bro. Uh, but I stopped. Like, so, you know, in, in the military, you got a chill hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bro, I stopped. At one point, bro, I had, I had to stop eating out. Like, I couldn't have my straight no to food. I went to chow hall every day, bro. What you know base what I'm you saying? Uh, Camp Lejeune. Okay, in, okay. In North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, that I was food, going. I know that food bad. Bro, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, it was the, trash, remember bro. Mom, remember Mambo Pork Mondays or whatever they used to do? That, that nasty ass. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, though, bro. They had some brisket in that, over. Nah, I, was, I used to, I used to, I used to eat meat. I used to eat meat. I used to eat meat back jumping, then. Nah, 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 the brisket yeah, was the brisket was jumping. The, bris the brisket with the mashed potatoes used to hit. Yeah. But everything else, I feel like I can't believe I'm eating this shit. Word. Yeah, bro. Because then, like, bro, like, you just start eating the same thing every day for real, for real. Right, that's You know what I'm saying? But, um, but, yeah, so I was giving up, like, stuff like that, partying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't even go, go hit the club and stuff like I want to, bro. Mm. And, and that's one thing about me, bro. Every weekend... I'm, I'm out there. Liberty. I'm out there. Yeah. I'm out there, bro. Charlotte, Wilmington, Raleigh. Right. Like, Running I'm it out up. there, bro. I'm out there. So but, you you still in, you still enlisted right now? Or no, 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 no. Okay. I, I got out. I got out uh, September 9th of 2019. Okay. So now you see you see any of your 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 um any of your counterparts that was in the um in yeah. the Marines and they they fucking with your record or bro. Because they used to listen to my music when I was in the Marine Corps. Right. Right. You know right. What I'm saying? Right. But bro, like so many people. Like my it it hit different. My Marines came like my Marines hitting me up. Right. Like on some stuff like like Sergeant, you know, like um it, it's it's dope seeing you get out and do what you said you was gonna do. That's you know what right. I'm saying? Like it's like That's you right. came in the Marine Corps and you did you did great here. We knew you was gonna do good and you you said you was gonna get out and do music and you did it. That's you know, right. it's like you, you gave us motivation to chase our dream. Like and that's all I want. That's all I want. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. Like when I say I wanna inspire people mm -hmm. in the world, that's what I that's what I wanna hear. I want I want people to say you inspired me to chase my dream instead of saying, hey, you inspired me to do music. You so get now, what I'm saying? So now, so off of that alone, you know, we got to go. This is the Guys Next Door podcast. Bird. We got to talk about what we talk about here. Bird. Mind your business, Brittany. Thank you very much. The song tracks off. She going to run away. <laughs> she going to hurt everybody. Yeah. Get involved. You said that. Yeah. Who is this song about? Who hurt you? You know what I'm saying, man? You know, don't say her it, name. It's, 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 a, it's a lot no of track stars. It's a lot of track stars out there, bro. You know, <laughs> everybody dealt with a track star before. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, hey, her name track star. <laughs> <laughs> but so with the track star, do you know she's a track star? And this is just in general. Do yeah. you? For for the guys listening, ladies too, if you're into track stars, do you know a track star is a track star before you get one, or do you find out after the fact? I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess everybody's experience is going to be different. 
You feel what I'm saying? It just you know, it, it depends it depends on you for real, for real. It depends on how how, how much you pushing off the rip. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So there'll be like a red flag. Yeah. Cause I, I fuck with red flags, have you? I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. Nah, never mind. Go now, go ahead. Ahead. No, 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 we here, we here, we here. Nah, we cool, no, we cool, it's me and you. <laughs> hey, we smooth though. Listen, you know, like it, everybody, ahead. everybody see something, bro. All I was trying and track start, bro. I wanted to show the vulnerability in that song, bro. You did. Because at some point, bro, you gotta, you gotta show you rocking with, bro, mm-hmm. and you're not worried about nothing else, bro. But her is getting her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it, it's something about, it's something about, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But at some point in life. Everybody ignore ignore the red flag, bro. Mm-hmm. They really wanted somebody. You get what I'm saying? So, Bingo. So it's like that's really that's really what I wanted to express in Trackstar. That's how I know it was going to be relatable by anybody. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like anybody can relate to it. If I just I knew if I just kept it real. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like all the way. Because now me, I be I, I be fucking with the red flag like it's a motherfucking. Like it's the six flag, you know. I be fucking with that shit. I be on the ride like this, hands up. Let's get, let's get to it. Toxicity bring here. Yes, sir. You feel what I'm saying? So, just based off the song, what's the most toxic thing a girl ever had you do? A toxic? What's the most toxic thing a track star ever had you do? Like, what's the thing you was like? I can't believe I'm doing this shit right now. I don't know. Like I don't. Like me, I don't pulled up the jobs. Pulled up the mama's houses. I don't know, like, like what? Nah, ah, dang, I don't even want to say, bro. Oh my goodness, you ain't right, Nah, we, we, hey, we, that's great. Come on, we right. here, man. We here, it's the fellas. Rock, paper, scissors. Nah, we, 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 all right, come on, let's Rock, go. paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, I'll smooth up. <laughs> <laughs> he moved it so quick, I thought I won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, though, I mean, I, I don't know, man, the most toxic thing I ever done, bro, I don't know, man. What's the toxic thing a track star ever did to you? Cause I know she had a hitch. Cause the way you said, my heart is breaking. The way you said that, I know you experienced some hurt. I don't, I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff. Like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I don't know. I don't know. Toss it on, on heartbreak for real. Like, I don't know. He's good. Y'all taught him well. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a track star. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he taught him well. <laughs> All hey, right. You know? So let me ask you this. Because I, I, whenever an artist gets a big record, like a, a yeah. super big record, one or two, me personally, I feel like one or two things could happen. Or three. Three, the, 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 obviously the best one is they go make another one, right. another one, another one. Then the other two, I'm, I usually get worried when I like the record, it's one, do you feel like you have to stay in this pocket of heartbreak? Do you got to be the heartbroken young nigga all the time? Or are you forever, or there's the other one where you, it's forever chasing that record where you can't even really get into your other bag to experience what I think because you was chasing that record. Right. You feel like you in between one of those spots right now? Man, I feel like I'm on the third one. I already made another one. Oh, Made shit. multiple. Oh, now I'm just ready to drop them. I, I'm, I'm never going to be in a spot where I'm chasing the record. Mm-hmm. And two, for the second one, you know, I don't want to be put in that heartbreak block. Bro. Right, right. You get what I'm saying, right. bro? Like, I ain't, nah, bro. I, I, I really don't, I, I want to I wanna make Everything, bro. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? I want to make them okay. Boom, you got a heartbreak right here. Now let's move on from that. Let's talk about life now. Boom, I'm happy. You get what I'm saying? Let's talk about going. Let, let's talk about partying. Let, let, mm-hmm. Let's talk about everything, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like every emotion. I want to make the music for everything. Like, like you know that. what I'm saying? Like, I want. I really want to take over and be the biggest artist, bro. Like 
That's just it. So uh, I want I want to make I want to make everything, but I don't want to be put in a box. Cause then you can only you can only be the best at that. Mm. You can, I want to be the best at everything. What what's that thought process when you're going in the studio, right? Like you got a record that's huge on TikTok or whatever. So is it is it are you like I don't know if it's consciously a subconscious thing? Like you in the booth, you like this one could get off. This one could get right. off on TikTok, or are you just making your record. Nah, bro. Like when I'm in there, bro, I'm just I I, I go in there and I I find the beat. Whatever whatever emotion, whatever I feel off that beat, that's what I'm laying down. I ain't thinking about nothing else. I'm thinking about okay, what's the concept? Now how can I take this concept far? How can I take like how like what can I do with this concept? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like where can I pull from in my life to make this concept come to life and, and be true? I like that. I like that. But listen, we got track stars listening. Cause yeah. I know I, I know I know our audience, they toxic. So there's some <laughs> track stars out there. Yeah. What advice do you have for some track stars? That about to take off on a nigga. Uh, I mean, or you could give some advice to a nigga who about to get taken off on. I mean, uh, on on both sides, I guess this this can go for man. I mean, just just know your worth and understand who you are, and and what you bring to the table. I mean, and if if you with somebody who can't who can't give you that, then I mean, just you know what I'm saying, let her leave or you leave. You feel me? This nigga Marlon for Kim. Yeah. This nigga, you sneaky. This nigga got the deep quotes in him. This nigga sneaky. Now, before you get out of here, I got to ask you. When you hit that note, my heart is breaking. You was in the church before. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. That's, I knew it. I know a church run when I hear one. I know. Let the people know where they can follow you at. Let them know where they can listen to the record. I hit a new record. Let them know all that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Track start out on all platforms. You can follow me on Instagram at Mooski Before Eyes. You can follow me on Twitter at Mooski Official. TikTok, I uh, think it's Mooski. Um, Snapchat, it's Mooski O I O H A A H. Add a little ad lib in there. Um, and Facebook, Mooski main page, man. Y'all go there. Y'all catch every vibe, you know what I'm saying? Keep with everything we got going on and new music about to drop. And listen, I'm Mouse Jones. Shout out to Mac Wild. Shout out to Fly Ride. Shout out to Brick for whatever reason. Uh, but this is the Guys Next Door podcast. That's Mouse Jones. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.